rather than trying to be the individuals catching up to the change is be the ones to setting the standards of change and then excelling that at that standard and then exceeding it and redefining a new version. This is your transformation station. station. And now your host, Greg Favaza. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your transformation station. I'm your host, your one and only, as always, your brother, your guy, your dude, you, you, the guy you know when you want something that will help you become better. The dude that's going to hook you up. That was horrible. I tried though. Anyways, today we're looking at strategies, no, correction, we're looking at skills for communication, communicating change. Now, when we look into that, there is a context that we have to cipher through. We have to look through people, the message, the context, and listening. So when we go into people, in every situation, we try to consider the perspective of the other person, as always. That's the best format to always approach each situation, especially those in a leadership position. That's what's going to make you a credible source when you lead by empathy. Always viewing others as they would like to be treated, not as how you would like to be treated. Whether you are the presenter or the receiver of of information, try to put yourself in the other person's shoes and or mindset. Now, the message, the message can include what the person is saying, but how it's actually being said. Tonality, uh, nonverbal cues, nonverbal cues play an enormous impact in direct and indirect communication. Now, yes, Virtual communication is difficult to read these nonverbals. It's, it's an aspect on both the, the sender and the receiver to go above and beyond to display these nonverbals. As if you're talking with your hands, as you're showing eye contact, as you're, as every... As every strong leader, I have my son in the back. Uh, we're actually outside Walmart, and it's snowing, and he's just hanging out in the back. And I also have my dog here, and he, <laughs> he's getting a little cranky. So I'm trying to get this in here for you guys. So as a, as a strong leader, baby, German, as a strong leader who is aware of every aspect in their message, that this will be fundamentally Baby, German, it's going to be okay, baby. We're almost there. There are, new, there are nuances in each communication channel. Understanding the differences between face-to-face -face communicate. Uh-huh. Yes. What would you like to tell me, German, since I'm recording and you really were doing just fine? So, German, would you like to share with everybody else with what you're feeling? I'm sorry, but we're going to have to address this. We can't. We got to squash it when it happens. Come on, Garamond. Let's go ahead and talk. You want to tell everybody. 
Say something. Don't grab the microphone. Just talk. Yeah, he's not into Now he wants to touch the microphone. As I pull it away. Okay. Understanding the differences between face-to-face communication and also various email communication is an important consideration that you have to take into account when you are delivering a message. Okay. It, the, the meaning, the, the intent behind the message that you are trying to send when it is transcribed and put into uh, an email, into a paper, into a journal, it is difficult to grasp when somebody else on the receiving end is not inside your mind, is not feeling the emotional connection that you're feeling that made you draw this message into consideration and made it impertinent for them to know. Now, you have to be able to break that down and utilizing these skills and for communicating change, you have to <laughs> you have to draw from this. <laughs> listening is another important part of communication, like me listening to my son in the back as he is making his uncomfortable noises that he's making. I mean, yes, we're sitting in the truck. Obviously, he wants to be moving along that satisfaction of cruising on the highway doing about 75, maybe 77. We're pushing it to just above where we're not. We're moving the flow of traffic, so we're safe. Yes, I agree. And we are flowing right along with traffic is a great feeling to have. And that's what he wants. He wants that feeling. Just as I want that feeling too, and so does my dog right here. But we can't. Right now we're waiting on them inside Walmart to bring out the groceries as I do this uh, podcast right here, this little solo episode. And going back, leaders who actively can listen to those they are communicating with usually are more successful in gaining that buy-in and truly understanding what the needs of their team is. Once You can only gain the buy-in from your team when you understand what is powering their emotions, what is motivating them to be at work every day, whether it's for a paycheck, whether it's for a career, whether it's for an opportunity. The fact is knowing that. And knowing the type of person that they are, are they an informal leader? Do people look up to them? Do they look, do other people inside the team go to them for knowledge and wisdom? What makes them a crucial asset to your team? And why is that important? Yes, I know. And why is that important? Because they want to feel that. Because if you haven't taken that consideration and haven't raised an emphasis on what makes them unique, thus important, then they obviously do not feel that important in the team because we all know this feeling when our boss is a dick and we can't even... Fa- I know, it's going to be all right. Garamon, yes, Wusa. Um, 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 um. Um, so I used to do this all the time when he was in the womb and I still do it to this day. 
Um, it is, I, I try to put them in a trance and it works usually. Um, and it's very soothing for him. Um, but usually I'll also do binaural beats, Mozart, classical music of, uh, uh, Mozart, uh, ooh, Yo-Yo Ma, and, ah, uh, there's a couple other people, but back, back to track, back on track here. What makes a success story in ourselves that we can share and inspire those from our from from us overcoming adversity how do we define that how do we know we actually have a success story to begin with i mean we made it this far in life achieving and overcoming the very things that make us human we we have we have accomplished milestones <laughs> <laughs> we accomplished milestones as far as like, have you taken into the count of the milestones that we have already have accomplished is having a baby taking care of him 24 7 loving on him uh raising an animal from birth yes tell me about it and uh <laughs> be, and Holding a position that you hold in whatever I know, it's gonna be all right. Mommy is all right. Wusa, I'm sorry. All right. Um. 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 Okay, so we're not gonna go into the success story because apparently Garamond doesn't want to hear it. So. He thinks that uh, you guys might not want to hear it. So we're going to move forward and we're still going to address leading organizational change because I still feel like that is a crucial factor in every part of establishing organizational culture. <laughs> Excuse me. But also as it's a crucial factor for every employee that is within and inside the organization. Now, when we, look, we think about leading organizational change, we have to be, I lost the, the focus. Like, I, I, like you, when you know when you feel it, you got it, and now it's gone, and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to bring it back to life. Let me see if I can bring it back to life here. As a leader, we need to really be more considerate of our employees, also our behavior and the impacts that we can make at our job, but also as our personal life. Yeah, we can. Hello. Hello, old Ram pickup truck. Yes. As a leader, we really need to be that, that little sustainability that everybody needs in their life when we look at the workforce of an organization sustainability can derive in all kinds of shapes sizes context factors variables emphasis i can't think of anything else that can go define atoms no but looking into this now thinking about this organization 
developing, establishing sustainability, maximizing all resources of your stockholders, viewing your what's already available. Have we considered that already? Have we looked into the facts that we have a lot of resources that we don't even know we have? Do we know our actual job position to the very letter of the description when we go into work every day? I know for me growing up in all my positions that I've upholded, I was in a lot of different jobs. I was, uh, I worked at a I can start from the very beginning. I worked at a gym as a maintenance guy. I, I would clean uh, fitness equipment at West County Health and Fitness. I was uh, a, a courtesy clerk bagging groceries at a Deerberg's. I was a, uh, Jesus, it's like, it's difficult. I, I'm trying to do this outside. I got to get over this. I pulled it a lot of different positions from undercover security to armed security to a supervisor at the UPS hub factory out in Earth City to being a bouncer at a fucking bar. That's shitty. When we understand what is available and how to utilize what's available, because everything is documented, everything is annotated, it's made for everyone's success to be on the same page. Now, as a, as a leader, direct leadership looking down inside the chain of command, what do you guys do to ensure that your employees have read these documents, these annotations, these understandings of these field manuals, these DA PAMs, I'm going into military, into these customs and courtesies and procedures do you do you have a I want to say like an annual refresher? I know as for when I was a supervisor at UPS, I had to have that shit memorized, similar to the military as far as how to uh, they're, they're like a creed and a piece per package, how to carry how to actually pick up a package properly, how to maximize my end range motions, how to look at things systematically as I was a part of a cog inside of a system. Now, what do leadership do inside and outside? Because we are in virtual world, not metaverse yet, but through virtual communication, how are you implementing that into your personnel to maintain that systematic work and uh, environment. Yes, they are in their personal life. However, I work from home. I'm, I'm doing this podcast every day, whether I'm creating content, whether I'm researching, whether I'm moving my podcast from hosting to hosting to hosting because I can't find the right one because I feel like there's more listeners out there than what it's telling me. And we both know there's a lot of people out there joining fucking Favaza on your transformation station because I'm authentic and fucking real and I give it to you like you deserve it. Right here on your transformation station. Back to what I was saying. What are you, what is the leadership doing? 
Not looking at corporate level. I'm looking at direct corporate level. If you want to chime in and look and say, you can be doing something great. Yeah. How about fucking structuring your decision making and ensuring that integrity and accountability falls on the fundamentals of everything? No fucking shortcuts. No short changing. Not half assing. Is that even a consideration and I'm not talking by the book responses I'm talking fucking norms I'm talking what do you do when it's just you and your other buddies what do you do when it's the other fucking chief executive or the just you and the board of directors what are you guys doing to ensure nothing taints procedure and culture you all should be an advocate for this type of change. Whether you, whether you fucking adapt or not, you better. Because there ain't going to be a tomorrow for that gentleman's club mentality. It ain't going to work anymore. What will work is rather than trying to be the individuals catching up to the change, is be the ones to setting the standards of change. And then excelling that at that standard and then exceeding it and redefining a new version. Whether it doesn't have to match your competitors, you should be one step above. Yes, priority of what's important to keeping the lights on. That's yeah, that's true. And you have to delegate your manpower to ensure that your technological advancement is ahead and as well as Maintaining procedures, yes, communication, yes. These are all micro habits. If we really look at the the bigger picture and we break it down, it's just micro habits. The, the craziest thing I could tell you that might help somebody inside a leadership, I'm, I'm talking corporate level, somebody looking down that wants to know how to maximize time from every single employee. How about you just do Something that's stupid easy, that's bare and essential because it will give you a huge idea on where your time, where each and every individual's time's going. Create a fucking uh, 24-hour time wheel. Have, have each and every individual inside this company create it. How do they spend their day? To the very fucking minute. We can do that. Don't try to... Don't try to let people get out of it and say, oh, it varies day by day because we don't, it, I don't, I might have to piss a different time than I do the next day when I got to piss. Yeah, we'll block it in somehow. We obviously know our routines. The fact that you don't want to be transparent about your routines means you're pretty shady. That means we're, there's definitely something going on is where you take a 15 minute bathroom break every morning at fucking 930 when you got to be in at seven means you have other priorities that's on your mind than work. Now, are you a good fit for the company? If you feel like taking a shit every day on your fucking on your timeline that you created inside your head is more important than what the company's timeline is. Well, that's an HR problem. Pass that shit off. But for now, I would suggest creating a time wheel. What if everybody created that? That's the way I see 
when I look at data analytics, when I'm trying to get a, an idea of exactly who the listeners are, but uh, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I appreciate it. And uh, you have a good day or night. You've been listening to your transformation station, your voice on the hard truths of leadership. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. Remember, your transformation station is on all major platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, and YouTube. And visit the website. Till next time.